Michigan Rise Pre-Seed Fund 3 is proud to be a sponsor of Michigan Venture Capital Association's podcast series, Michigan VC Talk. Michigan Rise was founded in 2020 with support from the Michigan State University Foundation and the Michigan Economic Development Corporation to invest in early-stage high-tech startups. This funding enables Michigan tech companies with high growth potential to meet near-term milestones and raise downstream funding for future growth. Michigan Rise partners with MVCA members focused on the earliest stages of commercialization to identify and support high potential technology startups across Michigan with capital, mentoring, assistance with grant funding, and more. To learn more about Michigan Rise, visit www.michiganrise.com. Welcome to Michigan VC Talk. My name is Ara Tapuzian, and I'm the Executive Director for Michigan Venture Capital Association. Each year, MVCA has released a report outlining the data analytics pertaining to the health and work of the Michigan venture capital ecosystem. Today's podcast highlights portions of that very same report and was originally part of a video presentation released on our YouTube channel. Join me now as we discuss the 2022 MVCA Research Impact Report. Today, we're here to talk about the findings of our latest research report, our impact report, as we like to call it. It provides important data to the Michigan entrepreneurial and investor ecosystem. And we've been doing this report for several years. I'd love to give a big shout out and thank you to the entire research report committee. These are volunteers that work tirelessly to to help us with this project. And I'd also like to acknowledge our sponsor that you saw a video right before this, Michigan Rise. It's a pleasure to have them uh, certainly as a as a partner with us as we as we move forward. So, purpose of today is we're not going to go through every bit of detail in this report, but we're going to provide you some highlights. And certainly, there is a uh, link on our website, and you can view and download the uh, the research report to look at that in in detail. I'd like to introduce the gentlemen that are here with me today. Uh, first, Dan Keitel. He's the managing partner at Arboretum Ventures. He is the research report uh, chair for this committee. Thank you, Dan, for, for doing that and, and being on this program. Jeff Reinvelt, our uh, illustrious MVCA board chair. Uh, he's a partner at Renaissance Venture Capital and is the li- liaison to the research report committee. Uh, no stranger to this data. I think, Jeff, you've been doing this for a very long time. So, Thank you for being on this as well. And Prem Bodegala, who's the director at Red Cedar Ventures and Michigan Rise, also part of this important committee and the work that's been done. So we're going to chat today. We're going to jump right in. Got some questions and uh, let's let's go right at it. So the research report presents key uh, analysis of the Michigan investment ecosystem. And over the past few years, we've witnessed some notable achievements and positive developments alongside effectively navigating some really challenging times, especially with the pandemic and so forth. Let's first discuss how the Michigan ecosystem looks as we have it outlined in the report, as well as how we compare uh, within the Great Lakes system. Dan, would you like to start with that? 
Yeah, happy to. And, you know, you started by thanking the uh, research report committee, but I, I'd like to give a shout out to the MVCA staff and you for your work on this, because it really is an important resource, both for us in the VC and entrepreneurial community, but also for educating um, folks that aren't in our ecosystem to help them understand the impact. So in terms of this year's report, I, I want to start by zooming out a little bit and thinking about the national level of what's gone on in venture. So Post-COVID, I think there were a lot of questions of, oh, is there going to be a decline in venture activity? And instead, we saw the exact opposite. And 2021 was a truly unprecedented year for venture capital investment. So there was more than $345 billion deployed in 2021, which is more than double any year previous to that. Um, and 2022 saw a bit more choppy waters. So nationally, there was still 239 billion invested in VC-backed companies, but that's about a 30, more than a 30% decline from 2021. So while there's still a lot of capital flowing, there was definitely a pullback in the ecosystem from the um, record-breaking deployment we saw then. Interestingly, if you zoom in on Michigan, we also had a big bump in 2021 and had over a billion dollars um, deployed that year. But in 2022, we continued to grow. So we had, um, you know, not huge, but um, it's a healthy growth to $1.2 billion deployed into VC-backed companies in the state, which I think is really a testament both to the impact that this indus industry has on our state economy and also the resilience that we had in a year that was a bit choppy from the uh, financial markets perspective and, you know, the broader VC ecosystem. So, and if you look at the 10-year trends, um, you know, Michigan shows very well that there's been a very healthy increase in activity over time. And if you look at within our Great Lakes region, we're um, fifth in the list with 164 deals and 1.2 billion in 2022. So, you know, great. You know, we should all feel good about that of a strong 2020, 2022. Um, and, you know, I think one of the important metrics that we always look at is how much are we able to leverage the funding that we're putting into companies? And um, as you'll see in the research report this year, for every dollar um, invested by uh, funds in the state, we were able to bring in more than $30 outside of Michigan. So this is you know, very impactful in terms of economic development and bringing capital from outside of our state and outside of our region to support jobs and um, growth stage companies here. Now, I'd say the one area for concern, we're, we're always looking for leading indicators of what's to come. And I think there are two leading indicators highlighted in this year's report that warrants a mention, um, one of which is fundraising. So if you look at new VC funds being raised, 2022 was definitely a down year. Um, and I can say from personal experience at Arboretum, you know, we were able to raise a new fund, which we announced this year, but it was a very difficult environment um, in terms of getting new LP commitments to funds. And that's a you know critical funding source for companies going forward. Second is if you, so on the whole, we had a you know growth in investment, both in terms of number of companies and um, capital. But if you look by stage, the earliest stage companies, so angel deals and seed stage deals, we had a pretty significant decline looking 2021 to 2022. And that's really the pipeline of companies that can attract those larger rounds, you know, hire more employees, generate more revenue in the years to come. And so I think if there's an area to 
watch out for or where, you know, there's really, I think, opportunity to um, inject more into the ecosystem. It's really in that earliest stage funding, which is sort of a critical pipeline for um, later stage in years to come. Yeah, that's a good question to, to piggyback on. Uh, Prem, talk to me about some sort of the factors that lead toward this shortage. I mean, we've been talking for the last couple of years about uh, the, the lack of uh, capital for early stage and uh, funding. So what maybe potential strategies could we implement to address this to for improvement in the future? Sure. Um, I, I think in the last few years, as we look at um, the support for the early stage funding in Michigan, what we have found is um, Michigan has lagged behind others in, in, in our Midwestern neighborhood, right? Um, one of the, there's several factors. One of them could be potentially going beyond the last couple of years um, um, further back. Um, the, the whole periods have gotten longer. Uh, and so some folks who would have been you know, earlier or the earliest stage funders have gone further downstream. Um, so what does that mean? Um, the, the entities that are backed by um, um, the economic development um, uh, organization and, and the state and entities like that, um, I believe should get more support such that they can kind of fill the gap uh, left by those um, who have gone further downstream. Um, another, um, I think, um, solution could be um, boosting the resources of um, university-based venture funds. Um, there are um, three funds like that in the state today, uh, but you know, um, there's a lot more companies coming out of these um, these universities than what those three funds can support. So by um, by boosting uh, the resources, both for operations as well as for uh, investments. Um, I think that core piece of that early stage pipeline that sets the stage up for later stage um, funders like venture funds, et cetera, um, can be, um, can be um, improved significantly and bring us on par with some of the other uh, states in our neighborhood. Jeff, anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I, I think it sort of leads into the next question, actually, our you know, uh, side of it that, yeah. you know, there, there's multiple sides of this equation. A lot of it is the the, the funding for venture capital, you know, where where Dan talked about the 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 leading indicators, you know, we have assets under management, which is definitely a trailing indicator, but um, we're seeing still the effects of the Venture Michigan fund that we had, you know, and, and we sort of saw the stalling out of that actually this year, where we're, you know, where our assets under management actually, you know, it was the same as we had last year. And we're starting to see the other states around us actually picking up steam and like right at our, our stuff. We're always going to see Illinois sort of is at the top of that, but both Ohio and Minnesota are sort of right at our heels and they have much better sort of robust programs around some of that early stage funding or, or funding for assets or management. So I know there's lots of work on that and, and Renaissance is doing lots of work of you know, funding you know, venture capital funds that we can do, but you know it, it is a public partner uh, partnership and, and we're seeing much more sort of you know work needs to be done in those areas. Prem, could you provide an overview of the diversity, equity, inclusion outcomes and achievements highlighted in the report, particularly focusing on how these results demonstrate progress and positive impacts within the in Michigan context? Sure, Ara. Um, I think as the, as the numbers uh, indicate, first of all, I want to recognize that Michigan numbers are uh, better than the, the, than the nationwide numbers. So, um, that is definitely a, um, a positive, but I think we could be uh, doing more there. Um, 
um, with with large, uh, you know, underserved populations um, in cities like Detroit and Flint, and with uh, some of the best universities in the country, we definitely, I think, can kind of lean into um, that um, um, better kind of uh, results than the rest of the country, uh, and kind of uh, show the path to the nation. Um, some of the work um, I think uh, is being done by um, organizations like MVCA and some of the funds even who are um, uh, making efforts both at the, the fund level, but also mm-hmm. at, the, uh, at the portfolio company level to kind of improve the state of uh, DEI um, um, in, 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 in the state. Um, I, I think we see examples of that um, where um, companies like the Lip Bar, which is a Michigan-based company, is one of the most um, 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 used uh, cosmetic brand by women of color uh, breadless and, um, you know, spin-outs from our universities, which are founded by immigrant and uh, BIPOC leaders, such as Genomenon, they are, you know, um, you know paving the shiniest paths uh, in their respective industries. Um, and I, I also want to, I think, talk a little bit about, you know, Michigan Rise's own kind of efforts in this. Um, we have been very intentional about um, uh, looking at DEI as it relates to our investments. And of the 78 companies that we have invested in to date uh, with both equity and PO financing, um, 70% are founded or led by teams uh, from an underserved demographic. Now, we also use geography as an underserved um, demographic because uh, the availability of capital, even in Michigan, is not um, uniform across the state. Uh, But kind of um, digging a little deeper into those uh, metrics, 35% 35% of our 78 companies are led by um, BIPOC individuals, and the 32% are founder are led by female leaders. Um, while those numbers are, um, you know, uh, better than the nationwide um, uh, spectrum, I think uh, we could be doing more, and I'm, I'm um, optimistic about uh, our um, you know, initiatives and efforts uh, in that regard. Yeah, I, I think it. this would be a good time to really highlight some of the work that we've done at MVCA, to your point, Preem, that, um, you know, I think we're doing better than average, but we we all know there's a lot more work that needs to be done. You know, a couple of years ago, we established a, a DEI committee to take a look at not only um, what we think is missing in the ecosystem, but really to get to a point where we don't need to have a DEI committee, it'll be ingrained in everything that we do. And, um, I think the work has been uh, pretty good and it's, it's still, you know, it's, it's a, it's a process and we're still going through it on our website. Uh, we've got some resources that we've put together. This, these are efforts that came out of the DEI committee and it's for uh, our members and, and really for entrepreneurs to kind of take a look at some of the items that are in there is really, um, you know, impact statements that VC firms have adopted that says, hey, this is how we're going to uh, view DEI. This is how we expect um, entrepreneurs to look at it. And so there's folks like, you know, Arboretum and, and uh, Mercury and Elab that have adopted a lot of these statements. We've got examples of those on our, our website. The other area, uh, that we felt was missing. And we, we, I think we struggle with this, to be honest, in the report is really to get great data. Um, it's not, you can't buy this type of data. You have to really uh, dig and and get this on our on your own. So we, we do a, 
quite a bit of that. And we're still doing that. We recently did a survey that we sent out to the investor community to forward to their portfolio company, asking a, a series of questions. Now, feedback to that uh, wasn't as strong as we like. And I think that that is not a surprising thing, uh, but it's something that's ongoing. So we know that we need to do, and we need to collect some more data. We need to be able to put more and more information out there. We do, you know, on a monthly basis, even in our our newsletter and, and certainly our social media and whatnot, and always promoting uh, things like the lip bar premium that that you talked about in in other entrepreneurs that that. Um, um, should be highlighted. The other thing I would add is, and maybe a plug for MVCA is the Venture Fellows Program. Here was a program that this started several years ago um, and morphed into including a diversity and equity uh, component to it. Now, unfortunately, at that time, funding dried up for it. But luckily, we were able to get funding back, special thanks to the Lieutenant Governor uh, for helping helping us secure that and the MEDC. And so the program itself uh, has a heavy DEI component to it. And what's great about a program like this is not only is it bringing new investors into the community that hopefully they will go on and create their own funds here in Michigan, uh, but it's also it's encouraging a younger generation, a diverse generation of of individuals. We also have had an internship program as well, where we've tried to encourage uh, students throughout the throughout the state to have paid internships within uh, the venture capital community. So I think you know there's there is a lot of positiveness that are going on. We're certainly seeing uh, work by the founders community. Uh, that that are having you know different types of networking events, and we're trying to do those as well, and and uh, incorporate folks into that. So a lot of work still needs to be done, but I I think that's it's made some great strides in these last you know couple of years. Um, let's let's continue that sort of positiveness a bit, um, and really. I want to ask all three of you to, to maybe share some notable success stories uh, that have emerged um, th either through initiatives or different endeavors that have happened here within Michigan. Jeff, I'm going to start with, with you and then Preem and then Dan, if you'd jump in, it'd be great. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, you know, for, for me, the last week, you know, you know, the, the, the best thing from last year was uh, Michigan Tech Week and Undemo. I think that was a, you know, one of those amazing weeks that we all had around it. And it's it's nice seeing the whole community sort of get around, uh, you know, you know, entrepreneurship and, and, and celebrating entrepreneurship. And, you know, we, we definitely, you know, are starting that off again in 2023. We've got A360 just starting off, you know, and next week when this is, you know, going to be released, we've got, you know, Grand Rapids Tech Week, and then we start off with Michigan Tech Week again, sort of, you know, an undemo sort of happening in Detroit again. So this is going to be another great week for that. And, and I'm looking forward to that and showing, you know, all the great companies around in Michigan and, you know, for, for our community, but also for, you know, shining a light on Michigan to all the, you know, all the people that have come into Michigan and, and look at our, our, our amazing companies. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share two uh, uh, stories that I'm very fond of. Our, uh, I'll start with Rivet Work, which is actually mentioned in the research report. Um, the the founder uh, was an entrepreneur at Bosch, and this is the great thing about Michigan. We have all these, um, you know, large uh, corporations and uh, entrepreneurs. Um, they have, uh, you know, line of sight to the problems in their industries. He chose to come out and uh, set up his own company. 
Um, and uh, we were, Michigan Rice was one of the first um, uh, Michigan-based institutional investors um, in that company. And just with support um, from angels and other early stage funders, um, they were able to raise a, a price seed round uh, from another MVC, a member here in Michigan. And, and I like the story because it kind of shows that path, right? Like early stage, maybe a hybrid thesis funder supports them uh, alongside angels, then a, a more um, later stage VC. And then most recently, and I think um, um, the Undemo Day that Jeff mentioned had a role to play in this, they were able to connect with a uh, West Coast based VC um, that uh, led their most recent round. So it kind of shows the continuum of you know, funding from the earliest to a little bit uh, more intermediate stages. Uh, and the other one um, I'm really excited about is the, 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 the nascent but growing space um, you know, economy in the Northern and uh, Upper Peninsula uh, part of Michigan. Um, so there's uh, two companies in our portfolio, Orbeon Space and KMI. And there's another company called Atlas and all those companies have received investment both from Michigan um, as well as uh, venture funds uh, outside the state. Uh, and uh, in, in the case of uh, Orbion, um, they recently closed an oversubscribed uh, round. So just uh, very, very thrilled to kind of um, observe that um, exciting uh, kind of frontier growing uh, within, our, within our state. It's good that you said that, Preem, because I think we should notate that not everything happens in sort of the Ann Arbor region, right? Um, I, the, the hubs have always been Ann Arbor, Detroit, Grand Rapids, but there is quite a bit going on in the UP. And, um, you know, we're seeing even more of that over these last few years. So hopefully we'll we'll witness more of that. Dan, a, anything you'd like to add to this? Yeah, I mean, I, and I'd say this not to be too uh, self-promotional because I really think it's more of a testament to the ecosystem than to us. But, you know, we were very pleased to raise a new fund this year. And it's not not in the 2022 report because it'll be a 2023 fund. But, you know, I think the interesting thing in um, going through that fundraising process and talking to LPs, particularly outside the state, is how much our Midwest and Michigan focus matters to them in terms of investment thesis. And you know, they ask us a lot of questions about our deal flow in the state and what the entrepreneurial community is like and our, you know, roster of executives who can come in, you know, what's our relationship like with the different universities and, you know, what are the seed funding sources at those universities that create the deal flow for you guys. And, you know, we're very pleased to be able to point to a lot of history investing in the state and, you know, successfully supporting companies that are in our backyard. And that that's really been critical to our success. And, you know, we're very pleased to be able to con continue on that path. Yeah, that's terrific. I'm glad you did point that out. All right. The the last question is the crystal ball question that we always ask when we talk about the report. So what's not in the report is we want to really, I'd like to get all of your perspectives on how you feel 2023 will end up. Um, as I think, Dan, when you had first started talking about, it's been a bit of an interesting year. To, to say the least, and certainly with uh, the banking industry going through what they went through in Q1. Um, here we are now uh, approaching fall. You know, what what do you think, given what we see in the research report that we released and, and certainly maybe some anticipation of how you feel the VC community will go uh, for the rest of this year, maybe into 2024, 
Dan, do you want to, you want to start out with that? Sure. Yeah, I can start. You know, as I referenced, it has become a much more difficult fundraising environment for venture capitalists. So, you know, it's well, we we got it done in the end. It was a very long process, and you know, we were very um, thankful to have supportive LPs like Jeff and his team at Renaissance who joined our fund. But getting new fund commitments, I think, is going to continue to be a struggle in 2023. So, um, I think the fundraising side and capital availability is an area we're going to continue to watch. I think on the um, more positive side, I think it has potentially be a great time for venture capital deployment in terms of finding attractive opportunities that, um, you know, sometimes in a slightly unstable or downturn market, you've got great opportunities. There's still a bit of, I think, tension in the market as valuations are getting flushed out um, in a new funding environment. But, you know, we're really excited to be deploying capital with a new fund and think that, um, you know, the environment is really good for growth, growth stage companies to, uh, you know, start taking off again. Jeff, I throw the crystal ball to you. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll echo Dan's comment. Uh, you know, fundraising is going to be, you know, harder for, for all the venture capital funds. You know, the, the good news is, is uh, we're not seeing basically a retreat from venture capital. Sometimes, you know, during 2001, 2008, we, we did see large limited partners, you know, making it not a preferred equity uh, term. Um, they still seem to, you know, have this on their, you know, in their their portfolios, they're, they're, they're actually staying with those. It just means that, you know, they sort of took a breather when they were deploying capital so quickly, you know, basically in the, the, you know, the, 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 the late two thousands. Um, you know, the, the good news I sort of see is it's like all valuations from, from, uh, from startups have dropped, but the earliest stages haven't dropped that much. It's, it's down to single digits where in other darn terms, we sort of seen a, a cut, you know, across the board. So what that means is, you know, the early stages, everybody's still very excited about all those commitments. It's just, you know, the late stage uh, deals that sort of have to uh, readjust to the new the new normal of, of the public markets. Um, you know, and again, I always, you know, like to remind myself and other people that, you know, again, the last downturn was 2008 and we had names like Uber and Airbnb and WhatsApp sort of, you know, started during then. So, you know, all those new companies are being started right now in Michigan and, you know, and, and it's our job to support them and make sure they actually, uh, you know, get to the finish line. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. And, and it's interesting during my tenure here, when COVID just started, um, you know, I freaked out. And, and when I talk to a number of you, you're like, uh, you know, we've, we've weathered these kinds of storms before and, and, you know, there'll be, there'll be continuing ones and, and we've done just fine. Preem, you get the last word and, and you can hold the crystal ball. Anything you'd like to add to this before we end today? Absolutely. Um, I, I think there's increasing realization about the dearth of um, support in the earliest stages of funding, um, a, a couple of um, um, surveys were commissioned by uh, various uh, nonprofits and even at the state level. And I think all the research or the data indicates that uh, we are significantly behind um, in our states like Ohio. And so I, um, you know, if I was kind of like reading, you know, between the lines in there, that I feel like there is a, a lot of impetus for um, the support to increase um, in, in the coming year so that uh, we can kind of, uh, um, you know, um, stand head to head uh, with, with with our uh, uh, Midwestern neighbors and uh, do right by the entrepreneurs uh, and the tech startups in our in our state. Excellent, very good, Dan, Preem, Jeff. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk about some highlights in the report. Uh, we welcome all of you to go to MichiganVCA.org. 
you can download the report. You could take a look at the report in depth. Uh, and as always, special thanks again to our, our sponsor for, for today, the folks at Michigan Rise. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to today's show and hope you enjoyed it. We have other great past programs that I invite you to download and listen to as well. If you'd like more information about Michigan Venture Capital Association, I invite you to visit us online at michiganvca.org. Until next time.